All right, good evening. Today we are learning Maseches Bavakama Dav Chav Talad, and we're starting at a Mishnah toward the bottom of Chav Kimel Amid Beis. The Mishnah asks a question that we seemingly already know the answer to, which is why we'll have to reframe it. The Mishnah asks, Ezehu Tam Ve'ezehu Mu'at. How do we define a tam, or what is a tam, and what is a muat? And what we're now going to see is how do we transition back and forth fluidly from one to the other? And says the Gemara, muad kol bo shlosha yamim. Yamim is a key word here, and we'll get back to that. The Mishnah says that we define a muad as any animal about which there was testimony over three different days. The tam, how do we define a tam? Once it doesn't gore for three days, then it goes back to tam status. So according to this first approach, it's three days on, you are a muad. And if you have three days of not goring, then you re- revert back to a tam. It's a, just me, but I, I, I don't. It, I don't know yet. It seems that way. It does seem that way. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Meir Omer, Muad no, Muad is shehidu boshlosha peamim, not three days in a row. Any three gorings in a row, they could be at one p.m., two p.m., and three p.m. And if it happens even in one day. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda would say that's insufficient for establishing muad, the second sheet of Rabbi Meir would say you become a muad even if it's three times in less than three days. It doesn't need days; it just needs episodes. The tam How do we define when someone is docile, when an animal is calm? That's when they're able to play with children and not gore them. Now that doesn't mean we should use our children as litmus <laughs> tests. Just to be clear, it's not wise. But the Gemara does say that that is. Uh, one way to measure if in fact the scenario presented itself where a little uh, kid on a farm was playing with the bull and he kept kicking him in the stomach and the bull just ignored him. Okay, he's a Tom. Very good. But that has to happen multiple times. Uh, sorry, that doesn't have to happen multiple times. On this one, in this occurrence with with Reb Mayer, as long as it can happen at all, that he's not no gech, a little child, then he's back in the status of Tom. Now we're going to learn a famous machlokas, Abaye and Rava. And to be clear, this machlokas, Abaye and Rava, only applies within the shita of Rabbi Huda. Let's remember shitas Rabbi Huda. We define a muad based on um, edus over three days. So what's the machlokas? My time with Rabbi Huda, Amar Abaye, because we have a pasuk. The pasuk reads, uh, so here's how Abai parses out the Pasuk. Tmol is Chad, that's one day. Mitmol, the Mem in Mitmol is another, that's two days, Trey. And Shilshom Tlasa, those first three times are used to establish Muad. However, the first three are establishing, but not yet Muad, and the fourth is Muad. However, Rava Amar Tmol Mitmol Ischad Shilshom Ischrei Voloishmerenu Ha'ed Nachayev. That according to the second approach of Rava, you're already muad by the third. So the Machlokas is about the third day. According to the first approach, the first approach of Abaye, you're not yet muad on day three. You're only muad on the fourth day. Mm-hmm. And according to Rava, again we're in the camp of Rabbi Huda where we need days. And according to Rava, we are in a scenario where you are going to be muad already by your third occurrence. Rav Meir, my time, Rav Meir, who says that we don't need to have three different days to establish an animal as a muad. We only need three occurrences, even if they're in the same day. Where does this come from? Detanya. Last line of Chav Gimel Amabeza, as we turn to the top of Chav Dalam and Rav Meir, if the damages that the shore has over the course of many days turns the animal into a muad, kirev negichosa lokal 
if over the course of three days, your gorings have made you into a, a wild animal, then isn't it true that if you gore more frequently, that you're for sure a muad? Rav Meir gives a push at a, please excuse us, a balabatish like, if over the course of three days, your animal is acting like a behema, then of course, if he does so over the course of one day, you're acting like a nut. You're acting like a crazy, psychotic animal. Of course, you're going to be muat. Says the Gemara, that's not true. And I can show you, says the Gemara, that Rav Meir is wrong. Amrulo, this is all part of the Brisa. They said back to Rav Meir, no, zava tochiach. By a zava gedola. She has to see over three different days in order for her to become a zava gedola. Sherichka re'iyoseha when does she become a, a Zava Gedola? That's only if her Reios are on different days. But Kirva Reioseha, but if her Reios were jammed into one day, then she would not be a Zava Gedola. Beautiful Raya. Amar Lahen, Rav Meir says back to them, no, Harehu Omer, Vezos Tia Tumaso Bezovo, Tala Akasu Vesazav Reios, Vesazav Abiyamin. That's only true over there by the world of Zav, where by men, it's the number of Reios without days, but by women, and that's the focus of our conversation, that they need Yamin. But it's Xeris Akasu by, by a woman who's a Zava that we go by Reios. So if we're not in the world of Reios, we would make our typical Kalvachomer like we did. Like we said on the top line, that if Rechek Nigichos of Chayev, then Kirev Nigichos of Lokal Shekin, of course that would be true. Says the Gemara, Mimai Dahai Vizos, the Meute Zava Reios. How do we know that when the Pasuk of Vizos Tia Tumaso Bezovo, that when it says Vizos, it teaches us the difference between men and women, that by men we have Reios, but by women we don't focus on the number of Reios alone. We need Reios plus the number of days. Says the Gemara, Ema, perhaps we should say that Vizos is the Meute Zav Miyamim, that it's not to teach us that a Zava doesn't count to Reios in any one, one day, but perhaps to expand the requirement of days even to a Zav. Says the Gemara, no. The Gemara says, we can't say what you just recommended, that Vizos teaches us that a man has to count over many days. Because, says the Gemara, we make a comparison between a Zachar and a Nekeva, that it needs to be a focus on days, both for men and for women. Says the Gemara, why? Maybe we should reverse the comparison and say, Why don't I start making a comparison from the man's world where we follow Reios, and maybe she too should become a Zava Gedola, even with multiple Reios in one day? Says the Gemara, no. Says the Gemara, it's a little bit of a circular dialogue. I asked you about Zos. You said X. I said, why did you learn it that way? You said, because I learned it that way. So I asked the Gemara, Ma Rice, why did you use the word Vizos to make the diuk that you made? You used the word Vizos to make one diuk and not the other. Why did you do that? So the Gemara responds a quarter of the way down on Chavdal and Madal of Mistabra. It's logical to do this. Mistabra, that because we're Koi Bereios, because the Pasuk is talking about Reios, therefore, Memayet Reios. We're therefore, if we're talking about Reios by a man, we're therefore... When we say vizos, which is an exclusionary word, it's therefore teaching us that we don't only look at reios by a woman. But but you're, you're trying to argue that the word vizos should exclude a discussion of days by the man. We're, we're, we're talking about reios. We weren't talking about yamin. So that's how the Gemara concludes this section in supporting Rav Meir. Rav Meir is of the opinion that he makes the kol shikain like the one at the very top line of Chavdal Ramadalev, that if Rechek Nigichos of Chayev, he says days don't matter when it comes to Nigichos, because if it's true that over three days your animal can become a Muad, all the more so if he gores three times in one day, he becomes a Muad. And he's, you're, I'm not worried about Zava. That's a Gzeresakasu. Don't ask me from Zava, that world is too specific. 
Another brisa that correlates very strongly with our Mishnah, about a quarter of the way down, um, and the Gemara says, Tanu Rabbanan. The Gemara says we have a brisa. And similarly, Ezuhu Muad, just like we asked in our Mishnah. What are the, the parameters of Muad? And here the Gemara says, Kol shlosha yamim. That's like we saw, that's the sheet of Rabbi Huda in our Mishnah, that we follow the number of days. The Tam, and here we have a blend. The Tam, This is different than our Mishnah in one way. It's very much like Rabbi Huda in the first part by Muad, but it's like Rabbi Meir in regards to how the animal becomes a Tam again. So here it's a mix. Not a, it's not a straight shot. Rav Shimon Omer Muad Kol Rav Shimon's first part about Muad is similar to that shita of Rav Meir that we follow three episodes and occurrences as opposed to days. But we're only talking about for Chazara when it goes back to normal and doesn't misbehave. And the Gemara, based on this price, it tries to pick on the following: Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav Adabar Abba, Halacha Kerev Yehuda BeMuad Sheharei Rav Modelo. The Gemara says we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Muad, which is that we follow three days as our parameter and not three occurrences. Why? Because Rabbi Yossi agreed. And the Allah is like Rabbi Meir when it comes to how we determine a Tam to become Tam again, which is that he can play with that animal, with that bull, and the bull won't gore him. Why? Because Rabbi Yossi's Shita was a blend of muad according to Rabbi Huda and Tam according to and Tam according to Rabbi Meir. Says the Gemara, okay, but there was another way to learn this new brisa. It could be Amar Le Rava Le Rav Nachman. Rava said to Rav Nachman, Rava was a student of Rav Nachman. He lived in the next generation after him. Why don't we say that Allah is like Rav Meir in muad? Because Rav Shimon agrees with that opinion. Why don't we say that? Why don't we learn from Reb Shimon instead of Reb Yossi? And then we should say, There were two shitas here. Why did you side with Reb Yossi as a, instead of the shita of Reb Shimon? So says the Gemara, Rav Nachman says back to Rava, I always hold like Reb Yossi. Why? Reb Yossi nimuko imo. Reb Yossi always had his reasons about him, meaning he was very clear in his halacha. Everything was super clear. Take a look at Rashi, a third of the way down. His reasons and his proofs were always with him. He didn't show up to the meeting unprepared. When he walked into Shir, he was ready to go. You asked him Akasha, he had a response right away. And I'll bring you a raya from here, and I'll give you an explanation of that. Everything was was perfectly shagur b'fiv, like on a silver platter, here you go, the whole sug is clear. So Reb Nachman paskened like this blended shita. He really holds like Reb Yossi in the b'risa. But Reb Yossi in the b'risa is like the mu'ad of Reb Yehuda in our Mishnah that we need three days to establish mu'ad. And like Reb Meir in our Mishnah that the child has to play with the bull in order to see that he's no longer a minageach, that the animal is no longer dangerous. The Gemara says a little bit more than halfway down on Chafdal and Manalfi Bailahu. The Gemara asks an interesting question. When Rabbi Yehuda slash Rabbi Yossi says that we have to wait three days to establish an animal as a muad, when we said that to Katani in our Mishnah, was that the Yehuda Tura? Was that in order to establish the shore as an animal that's muad? Or the Yehuda Gavra? Or to establish the man as an unsafe manager of that animal? Who's the problem? Is the problem the animal? Or is the problem that the owner of the animal did not manage his animal three times? Which one was it? 
So it says the Gemara, what would the difference be between, between saying we're trying to um, per, place blame on the on the animal versus placing blame on the person? The Gemara says, let's say that we had three animals show up and say that Betsy the cow was dangerous. If you want to say that they're coming here to blame the animal and witness uh, the pair of witnesses, number one says Betsy killed so-and-so uh, at 9 a.m. And witnesses number two say Betsy killed so-and-so at 11 a.m. And the third couple said the same at 12 a.m. So now 12 p.m. So now you have three different testimonies about one cow. Now the cow is a muat. However, gavra. but if you want to say that when we see the Pasuk of Mitmoshil Shom, that we're trying to establish the manager, the owner of the shore as guilty. So that's not so simple. Then Lomiyayid, he would not become guilty based on three Kite Edim who come in the same day. Why not? Because Meymar Omar, because the owner can say, I had no idea. Only now are they coming to, I didn't know. I had no idea that my animal did three things wrong. You can't make my an, you can't make me muad if my animal does three things wrong. I didn't see them. I was out of town. I had no idea. I was on the plane. When I land, I got three phone calls. Uh, they got to go to Besden. Uh, you got three different kite edim against you. So mine. So therefore, the Gemara says, which one is it? Do we? That would be the nafkamina. The nafkamina would be as if three kite edim showed up. Says the Gemara, three-fourths of the way down, 15 lines or so from the bottom of the page on Tashma. The Brisa says, Ein hashor nase muad. Ashor cannot become muad. Testimony has to be given before Bailin and before Bezin. It's both, not either or. If they only, if the Adam only showed up before Bezdin, but not before the Bailim, or Bifne Bailim it has to be that, that uh, the witnesses who are presenting can only make an animal muad if they present both to the Bezdin and to the person who is the Baal. Says the Gemara, if you have three sets of Edim that give Edus, one after the next, but now we have three sets of Edim that have given testimony that Betsy, my cow, killed at 9, 11, and 1 p.m. respectively. This is a unique din in the world of Edim Zomamin. We're familiar from Shas with the idea of Edim Zomamin, that if there are witnesses who testify, let's say they testify about me, that I did a crime and I'm therefore high of punishment X. And we therefore find out, and then we then find out, excuse me, that those Edim were invalid because of the famed claim of Imanu Hayisem. Those Edim could not have possibly witnessed what they claimed to have witnessed because they were out of town. They were in Hawaii when that happened. So then we call them Edim Zomamin and Kashir Zomam La'asos La'achib, they get the punishment that they tried to bring about on me. So now, when we have three sets of Edim who are coming to say that I am a Mu'ad, that my animal is a Mu'ad, we treat them all like one, one Kas Hazama, and that is that if Nimtzeh's Kas Rishon is Omemes, if the first of the three sets of Edim become Zomemen, they were in Hawaii, Harei Kanshte Edios, that means that there are only two pairs left, the Hu Pater Behem Turin, everyone's Pater. I as the Baal and Pater, because all three sets of Edim didn't pan out, and they are putter because in order to be chayv on Eide Hazama, all three pairs of Edim have to have the same din. And now we've only proved that one is. Nimtzeh's kashni as omemes. What if now we have two? We have the, the first kas and the second kas are both guilty. They're both found to be Edim Zomim and they were in Hawaii together. Harekan Edus Achas. So now there's only one set of Edim who's actually still holding me accountable. The who putter behind Turin. 
Now everyone's going to be putter. There's no Adam Zomim in here because all three Kita Adam have to be looped in together. And I'm putter because there was no real Adus because some of the Adam were, were Huzah. Nimtes Kashlishi Zomemes. Now, if we find that all three pairs are Zomemen, then Kulan Chayavin. All of those three pairs of Adim are going to be Chayav Nezek Shalim. What were they trying to say about me? That my animals are Muad. What's the punishment of my animals are Muad? Nezek Shalim. All three people are now Chayav Nezek Shalim because of Adim Zomemen. Okay. This is the presentation of the Brisa. Now the Gemara poses its question. Let's remember our question. When the Psukim, Mitzmoshel Shom, indicate that after two slash three occurrences, the animal becomes a Muad, were we trying to establish the animal as the Muad or the Baal as the Muad? Now the Gemara is going to try and give an answer. Bottom line, the E Amris, excuse me, E Amris, the Ude Torah, Shapir. If all that you were trying to say over here, this was about my animal, that makes perfect sense. Because if the three Adim show up in one day and we validate or invalidate all of their testimony in one day, all of that makes perfect sense. Top of Chavdal and Medbe is Ella, and we're going to be going to the Mishnah, which is 12 lines or so from the bottom of the page. If you want to say that this Brisa was discussing turning the Baal into someone who himself is, a, is, is Muad, he is an irresponsible Baal, Lamer, he can say, Lamer Hanach Kamoi, he can say, I had no idea that other sets of Adim were going to show up. What's with the Hazama? We, I, the first guys who gave testimony came in on their own. They, they just walked in. What's with the Nezek Shalem? What? There was no Nezek Shalem. What's with the three Adim functioning as one? They came in one at a time. When he quoted this Bryce in front of Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana said back to him, This doesn't even work to make the shore into a Muad if you have three separate couples come in. The lame Ruhanach Basra, the later couples, the later Kite Edim will say, I didn't know all the other people in line were, were all there for the same thing. How can you loop me together with them? I didn't even know why they were here. What we think we're all, it's not like today where everybody holds up a sign on protesting for or against X. I'm here to say that Phil is a, is a terrible Balshor. That's not everybody who's sitting there in the Bezdin. They all came for their own reasons. Anan, says the Gemara, great line. Anan, the Gabra, Palganiz Kasinan. I didn't know that I was going to be part of a trifecta of Kite Edim that we're going to make this animal into a Muad. So Rav Kahana doesn't understand the whole case at all. How did you ever have a case where there was all three Kita Edim were, were, were making Hazama. <laughs> they, they didn't come there together, says the Gemara, not so fast. The Gemara responses, responds, they come in Ramze Rimuze. They all were making eyes at each other. They all knew why each of them, you're here for Karish? Oh, you're here for Karish too? Yeah, so I was, uh, they all talked in the waiting room outside of the CRC Besden. They all knew why they were there. And that's why our Brysa says that when they went in to give Edus, they were one group as it related to the dinim of Hazam. Had to be that way. Ravashi Yomar, similarly, Shabo Ritzufim, they all showed up at the same time. Oh, what are you here for? Oh, what are you here for? They all knew what was going on. Ravina Amar bin Makirin Bal Hashor, the Ein Makirin Es Hashor. Ravina gives another idea that where all of the people who were there knew me, but they didn't know my animal in detail. Says the Gemara, how does Ravashi's answer work? Quarter of the way down. How could it be that if they don't know my animal, how could it be that they would then say that there's any Muad that's going, you don't know which animal I'm talking I have 20 animals. I don't know which animal. How could you say one of my animals is Muad? Says the Gemara, You have 
a goring animal in your flock. I don't know which one it is. You have to watch all of your flock. So that's why he says with one of these various answers that all of the groups were coming together and it therefore must be that we are focusing only on the person, only on the animal as becoming muad and not on the person because if it was on the person, it doesn't work. Because if it's on the person, they, it doesn't make sense that they're all there for hazama. It doesn't work out. Even with all the logistics. Okay, then what about the chasinezek? And even with all of that, what if they give edus on the same day, like we said on the earlier part of, of the blot today, on the previous amud, it doesn't mean you can't say that because I only got all three warnings today. I didn't get them over three days. And that's why the Gemara says that we hold, that we are trying to make the animal muad and not the person. Let's come back to a sugya that we learned the other day. Let's say that you have a dog. I take your dog and I force it to bite a third party. That's what the Gemara says. Let's say I'm the mean guy. I take the dog and I, I take your dog and I, and I make him bite the third party. For sure I'm putter because Grama bin Izakin is putter. It's indirect. So I uh, smack the dog knowing that he's going to go after you. I, I smack him with a whip, and he jumps on you and bites you, sinks the teeth in. Halacha is halacha l'maysan patr, because grama bin izak and his patr. Bal kelev mai. What's the status of the owner of the dog? Mi amrinan, do we say, mati amar ana mai avidna I didn't do anything wrong. So let's say Michael owns the dog, right? So Michael can say, Phil took my dog. I didn't, I didn't do anything. Michael, Michael's the owner of the dog. He didn't do anything. Oduma, perhaps we should say, amrinan, we should say, Amrin and Lay, we say to Michael, who owns a dog, since you should know about your dog, that it could be convinced to do the, the evil biddings that I want it to do. You should never have left it alone. Keep it on a leash. So you should know your dog. So what the Gemara is basically asking is, where does the responsibility lie? It certainly doesn't lie with me who takes Michael's dog and sicks him on another person. That's for sure not, because Grama bin Izak and his putter. However, the question is, is Michael responsible because he did not yet take enough responsibility? That's the question we're asking. And the Gemara says the third of the way down. Let's see. Amar Abzeira Tashma. We'll see two answers. Vitam. What did we say about an animal that's a tam? We said, What did we say about a tam? How do we define an animal that's tam? An animal is defined as tam when... There are tinokos, there are children that are messing around with the animal and the animal doesn't gore them. What's the implication? Hanogeach. If he does in fact gore them, chayev. So Reb Zera is positing from this brysa that Michael would be held accountable because the animal's tom until he's not. But the fact that he is not a tom now makes Michael guilty. That's what the Bryce has said about our shore. We said that you're a tom. Let me just finish my mokom. The, the Bryce has says that if you're a tom, and then we think that it's innocent, but then it starts to misbehave again, then it becomes a muat, which means that that I as the Baal would be chayev for that shore. Michael would be chayev for his dog, even though I'm the jerk who took his dog and sicked him on somebody else. So person B is, is the, there's the, there's the Baal, there's the Baal Kelev, there's the Mishase, and there's the victim. Right. So I took your dog and sicked him on a third person. I am for Baal sure putter, you're chayev. That's Reb Zera's suggestion. Does that mean a it's kind of like I mean, the way the Gemara is framing it. It's like a muad issue because look at the Marimakum. The Marimakum is he was Tom until he bit. Now he's not. Now he's a muad. Yeah, it's exactly the example. Claim should be on the owner because the fact that your animal was willing to bite yeah, means you should have done a better shmirah. But the person who took the animal off the leash, Hashem is not going to be happy with me. But it's still Grama bin Izakin. It's indirect. Oh. <laughs>
I don't think booing is the way we vote down Gamaras, and uh, I don't think it's how you learning we shown him might help. That's possible. So this is just a, a suggestion. So let's see what Abaye says. Amr Abaye, he doesn't quite say boo, but he does disagree with the answer. Abaye says, Miktani Naga Chayev? We we didn't say that by inference. We made an inference. The Brisa doesn't say that if this calm animal and all the kids are throwing rocks at it, they're trying to do cow tipping. So whatever the case may be, if the shore kicks them, the Brisa doesn't say they're chayv. Miktani that they're going to be chayv, naga chayv? No. Perhaps if this animal misbehaves, he's not chayv, but he's no longer a tam. He moves back into the category of muad, but with no chayv. So there's no raya from Reb as he quotes our Mishnah. It's very possible that when this calm, docile animal, the kids are playing around, they do this every day, the kids are playing around, they throw rocks at the cow, and every time they do, like it kicks its tail, they're having a good time. And one time the kid gets a little too close, a little too close, and like out of the movies, he lifts up his hind leg and throws the kid 20 feet with a with a back kick. So there, are you chayv or not? Zera implies that you are. Abai says, lavdafka. Perhaps that behavior is what transfers this tam back into a muad. But perhaps the transferring iser, not iser, the transferring violence is not actually a chiyuv. That's possible. So Tashma, let's try answer number two. And we're halfway down, exactly halfway down on Chavdal Ramadbez with the second answer for this question. Remember this one? Shisa boesa kelev, shisa bonachash putter. If I sick a dog on somebody else or a snake, you're putter. My love, Potter Perhaps we should infer that when we say Potter, we're only speaking about the insider for being Potter because Groma Benizakin is Potter. So I can take a snake, I can put him on your arm, I can take a dog, I can say, go attack that guy over there. And perhaps what the Mishnah says, what the Brisa says is Shisabo, Shisabo, then that guy is the one who's Potter. But perhaps the Balkela, perhaps Michael still would be Chayv. And now we have our answer again by inference. The Gemara says, hello, that's not true. Because there's another way to learn this brisa. Ema, perhaps we can say putter af For sure the Baal is going to be putter. But even the guy, the mamzer of a guy who took a snake and he stuck his fangs in someone, maybe both of them are putter. You're Michael, you Michael are putter because what, you weren't even involved. You weren't even home. And I am putter because Grama Binizakin is putter. Maybe nobody's chayv. So this is a rarity. We, we have this in Jewish law a lot, where because of halachic peturim, you could have a case of Nazikin where nobody's chayef, and the, the victim loses out financially. That can happen. I don't believe in secular law they allow for that to happen, because the, the claimant is going to say, it's not fair that I'm out. It's not fair. Somebody caused damage. In American law, they would have picked one. They probably would have picked the Mashas. I would just have to guess if you're a violent person. They'll say, what is Michael? Michael wasn't home. I took Michael's dog. Michael's chayv? No. Secular courts, I'm just guessing, would probably say that I'm chayv for being Mashasa for inciting. We have this in our freedom of speech until you're inciting violence, right? You didn't do the violence. You inciting, okay, for sure the Mashasa is going to, this is a good Marmokam actually. Okay, we can discuss this another time. But the Mashasa here, uh, probably in secular law would have been chayv. Here, perhaps everybody's putter. What? No, no heter, no heter. All right, then the Gemara says, Amar Rava, hold on one second. Im tim tzalomar, if you want to say that that if I take your dog and stick it on another person, I'm chayev, she say hu be'atzmo pater. If you want to say that there's going to be a chayev, but she say hu be'atzmo, but if you, if I do it, if the dog bites me, 
if I try to be Mishasa the dog, I take Michael's dog, try to be Mishasa the dog on, on person X. The dog looks at me and says, you're a fool. And he bites me instead. The Gemara says, you're putter. I'm putter. I'm putter for any damages that I might have caused. Why? My time up. Because if I start out a scenario by doing something irresponsible, and then a second irresponsible thing happens, you can't blame that second case scenario. So if I'm a shase, I take Michael's dog, I'm a shase to that, and then it bites the wrong person. Putter. Putter. Everybody's putter. Because my intent was to hurt that guy. Well, it ended up hitting... What? It might not be me. It could be another person. I can't obligate you to pay for the damage if he bites me. And I let's say I try to get person X, the third person, third party, and really it bit the fourth party. Putter. Because my whole intention was off. And therefore, any future damages are also putter. Rapapa says to Rava, and Rava doesn't like this, but he says to Rava, Resh Lakish said something just like you. Rava lived about 50 years or so after Resh Lakish, the two generations after Resh Lakish. They probably overlapped in their lifetimes. The Amar Resh Lakish, and we learned this case earlier, and this is going to be our last case that we learned today. There are two cows that are in Rishus Harabim. Achas Revutza, one got lazy and sat down right in the middle of the street. The Achas Mehaleches, and one of them was walking. Uvata Mehaleches Berevutza. The animal that's walking is annoyed by the animal that's crouched down in the middle of the road, and he gives him a swift kick to the gut. The answer is Petura. But Revutza Bemehaleches Chayeves. But if the animal that's sitting down kicks the one that's walking there, Chayeves. So what is happening over here? So where what do we see? We see that when the revutza is lying down, he's going to be putter. Why? Because he's already doing something wrong. He's already mishane. So all of his future behaviors are also going to be putter too. He's doing weird things now. He's in a, a sugya of weirdness. You sat down in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, that's not normal. So then if he goes and kicking, that, that's also putter. So that's the comparison possibly to Rava because Rava wanted to say that if I, if I take Michael's dog and I stick him on person three and he bites person four, I'm putter for all of it because Ravutza in regards to the case of the cow or a misbehavior number one that I tried to stick him on person number three. Amar Le, Rava says no. I disagree. I actually would have said that the animal that's lying down that kicks the one that's walking would be chayev. To Amr Allah, I could say, when you are walking by me, you can walk over me while I'm lying on the ground, but but you're not allowed to kick me. Therefore, Rava does not compare himself to the Shita of Reish Lakish. So let's just summarize briefly so we know what's going on. We wanted to find out about the case of Mishasa, that if I take your animal and sick your animal on another person, I for sure am putter. You are likely putter. That's what the Gemara seems to conclude. We did a little bit of a comparison between Rava and Reish Lakish, and Rava rejected it. We'll stop right here. Mir Tashem will pick up tomorrow night at the Mishnah at the bottom of Chavdal and Mid-Bays. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah.